this morning and thank you for the word of God you have made available to us in our time. Your word predicted that the day is coming when the word of God will be scarce. But you have been so gracious to us giving us the word of God. So we ask that, O God, the spirit of your word will have a cause to us today. We ask that your word into our hearts would jam up so that there would never be any other option than faith rising up by your word in the name of Jesus. Therefore, I thank you for authorance. And I thank you for the many hearts here to believe your word. In Jesus' name, and everyone said, All right, Ellie, can you put on the board for us um, Luke chapter 11, verse number 28? Can we all speak the scripture together? One, two. But he said, More than that, blessed are those who hear the word of God and keep it. One more time, I want to hear you alone. Go! You know, I want us to really understand what Jesus is saying to us. And so we want to take a little portion of that scripture, which said that, blessed are those who hear and keep it. And so we want to take that portion and keep it and keep it and so the title of my message is the keeping of the word of God the keeping of the word of God the keeping of the word of God is also simply put in this form that you obey the word of God per the instructions of the word of God you keep at it and go and allow nothing else to distract you. And so we'll be looking at John chapter 4. We will take it from verse number 46. For this scripture, I have not preached on it for many years. I discovered that. And so when the Lord showed me that, I was quite glad. Verse number 46. The Bible says that, So Jesus came again to Cana of Galilee, where he had made water wine, and there was a certain nobleman whose son was sick at Capernaum. When he, had, uh, when he heard that Jesus had come out of Judea into Galilee, he went to him and employed him to come down and heal his son, for he was at the point of death. Then Jesus said to him, Unless you people see signs and wonders, you will by no means believe. The noble said to him, Sir, come down before my child dies. Jesus said to him, Go your way, your son lives. So the man believed the word that Jesus spoke to him, and he went his way. Hallelujah. The man believed the word that Jesus spoke to him. And he went his way. And as he was now going down, his servants met him and told him, saying, Your son leaves. 
Then he inquired of them the hour when he got better. And they said to him, yesterday at the seventh hour, the fever left him. So the father knew that it was at the same hour in which Jesus said to him, your son lives. And he himself believed. And his whole household. Amen. Listen to this. When we talk of Canaan in Galilee, I know you know what happened in that place. It was the place that Jesus first did the miracle by or when he was at the wedding, when these two young two young couple were having their reception after their wedding and they were enjoying each other's fellowship only to discover that they were short of wine to keep the feast of the marriage going. And so this man who was in that place at a time knew that either months or years ago Jesus performed miracle in this place. And so finding himself in the same city when his family was in Capernaum and then hearing that Jesus was in Galilee I'm not so sure what must have happened. Whether he came to Canaan to come and buy some medicine for his sick son. Or maybe he has a business in that place. For which reason? From Capernaum he is there. But the truth is that he registered and knew that when Jesus was in Canaan, he had performed a miracle. What is it to you and I today? This is to tell you that in this life, the only person who can do miracles is our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And so when this man heard that Jesus was in this place, he quickly rushed to him wherever he was at a point in time and said to him, I need your intervention. I need you to do something for me, Lord. Please. Please, would you come with me to Capernaum? You know, whatever Jesus was coming to do, because you see, Jesus had already finished with a woman of Galilee, uh, with a woman of Samaria, the Samaritan woman, and the man had believed, and the man had asked him to stay for two days, and Jesus had taught them continuously for two days, and so he left from that place, and then he came to Canaan of Galilee, where he performed the miracle, expecting also that here in this place was the place that I performed the first miracle that, was abro- that went abroad for everybody else to know who Jesus was. And so, now here comes the man who needs help. And then he straight away goes to Jesus because he also has heard and knew that Jesus Christ, the Son of God, performed the first miracle here. 
And if this same man has come to this place, then what I need, I can have it. Hallelujah. And so when he ran to Jesus and said, my, my son is not here. The issue is my son is not here. He is there. Now Jesus, I love Jesus, wanting to ginger his faith, wanting to let him know that if you can believe, if you can keep what I'm going to say to you, all things shall be possible to you who believe. Jesus, wanting for him to stir up his faith, had to say something. He said that you people, unless you see a sign and, and, and wonder, you, you will by all means not believe. Now, I like the attitude of this gentleman. When Jesus said that to him, he did not get discouraged. He did not allow that to weigh him down. He didn't even bother to say, Jesus, why are you saying this? He just ignored it, and then he went further, and, and he said to him, Sir, come, before my child dies, I know you can do something, so you come. The Bible says, Jesus said to him, now, look at something that is happening here. Jesus is saying that unless you people, you, 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 you see sign and all of this, you will by all means, or sign or wonder, you will by all means not believe. The man is not perturbed. The man is not disturbed. The man is not worried. Then he rather says, sir, I have an issue that needs to be resolved. Now, Jesus, when he said that, please come again and heal my son, then Jesus said to him, go. Your way. Your son lives. Praise the Lord. If you want to clap to the glory of God, it's okay. Not for me, but for Jesus. There's something I want you to see in this. And let me tell you something. I've been instructed to say some things in this sermon. The reason is because I want you to know that Jesus will do it. Amen. So the man believed the word that Jesus spoke to him and he went his way. The man believed the word that Jesus spoke to him and he went his way. What I want you to catch from this scripture is so very simple. Faith without works does not work. So the man believed the word of God, the word Jesus spoke to him and went his way. He made a move. He walked. He said, once the man has spoken, I believe it. You know, some people would have gotten worried and said, you are not coming with me to Capernaum, so it will not work. But this man, he heard the word of God and did something about it. What I want to say to you, brother, when you hear the word of God, do something about it. Many people want to see, want to feel, want to touch before. But when you hear the word of God, do something about it. In this case, this noble man did something about it. And so, practically speaking, what can I do when I hear the word of God? 
Practically speaking, how would I receive it? Let me tell you something. Listen to me, especially, I'm not going to disclose everything to you, but what the Lord has laid on my heart and the bedding to pray for those people who are married, young people who need fruit of the womb. I want you to listen to me carefully because you see, it's a bedding God put on me this year, so okay. We will carry it and we will have the results. Amen. And so those of you who are listening, take heed. Because your miracle will happen. Many years ago I was speaking on this matter. And something happened. So the man believed the word of God. Jesus spoke to him. And he went away. Listen. If you believe, what would you do about it? What practical step do you ought to take when you believe the word of God? We will come to it shortly when you see that when Jesus spoke to him, he looked at, I don't know whether they had to watch in those days, but they knew when it was 7 o'clock, they knew it was 7 o'clock. But when Jesus spoke to him, he took notice of the time. But listen to me carefully. So he went because he has heard. If you are here, you are a young man, you are a young woman, you are married and you are believing God for the fruit of the womb. Listen to me. You know that these are not the things I say. The, the, the man, the noble man, believed the word of God and he went. May I say to you, I, I, I don't understand the scientific and all of this thing about ovulation. But if your wife is ovulating, it is time to have sex. As simple as that. As you have heard the word of God. Praise the Lord. Why? You won't say hallelujah because I said that? Amen. You know, these are instructions I receive by the Spirit. And I will tell you that when I get something from the Lord, I'm not ashamed at all. You know, men, men don't overlate. You know what? They are always ready. So if you're a young woman... I don't know the scientific thing unless you explain it. But when you are ovulating, you know. Command the man to say, come and do your job and it shall be done. Many years ago I was speaking like this. I didn't know. And a sister heard the word of faith. And so she said in the afternoon, They have already been blessed with one daughter. And she wanted a second baby. And the man today, yeah, 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 I'm tired and all of this. So she said she was ovulating. And so one afternoon, she got up and said, get up. Let's go and do the job. And he got up, reluctantly, did the job. And the second baby came. You see, let me tell you. I'm, I'm a heaven-bound man. I want to enter heaven. But before I enter heaven, I have come to see that the word of God governs our living. And if the word of God can benefit me in any way, 
I am ready to take hold of it and let it work for me. Hallelujah. So they had their second baby. So practically speaking this morning, listen to this. So the man believed the word of the Lord that Jesus had spoken to him and went his way. So I speak to you, young man, your wife is ovulating, maybe you are like me, you don't know much. You say, pastor said something today, so you, whenever you are ovulating, let me know. I will do the job and the baby will come. This congregation is very European. Praise the Lord. I'm believing God until I go to heaven. Praise the name of the Lord. I, I don't know how they feel. Maybe some nice friend of mine after church will say, when we ovulate, and this is how it happened. Men do not ovulate, but they are ready. He get, you get him up in the afternoon ready. Get him up in the morning. He's ready. He's getting... Sisters, do your job. You know, I spoke on this first service and I didn't know a sister walked to me and cried and said, this is two people. This is my message. And do you know the last week it happened to me? I was crying and the man would not mind me. I said, give me his phone number. I will teach him some lessons. In the name of Jesus. You see how, how children of God don't get up and do some show? You know, God wants to glorify himself. And he will do it only for his own glory. There are some of the crimes you are making and it is not because God had not answered you. It is because you are not sensitive to instructions. Therefore, you are missing the point. Now, when Jesus said this to him in the verse number, thank you, my boy. The Bible said he was now going, uh, sorry, and as he was now going, his servants met him and told him, saying, your son leaves. It was then the man was interested to see, to see at what hour did the word of God work. And so the man, then he inquired of them the hour when he got better. And they said to him, yesterday, the seventh hour, the fever left him. And immediately the man knew it was at that specific time that the Lord spoke and it took place. The word of the Lord captures the hour. The word of the Lord is able to do in the season upon which it's supposed to operate. In the name of Jesus, may somebody's hour come. Absolutely. Do you know that Jesus controls the affairs of the world? This morning, yesterday and this morning, I was reading something. Jesus has spoken. And the people were doubting him. He said, look at you people. Sister, you don't have any cause for alarm. Only believe. Even if it is sickness, I say to you, only believe. There are too many things with my life. 
that God graciously gave me the privilege to believe Him and to get it done. For which reason I am defiant and I believe the Lord. I am defiant to everything else. You know, I, I was, you start life, we are living in somebody's house. And these people were people who, they work for Ghana Airways, I work for KLM. The woman was a businesswoman in those days that Ghana Airways, their wives would travel and go and bring things to come and sell. So she made a bit of money and built a house, La Paz, and I needed a house. And he says, I, you can have my house. Nice place, fine. I haven't done anything wrong. One day she came around and said that, why have you been, I hear you have been hanging things here. Honestly speaking, I thought that I've been raised in such a way that I don't do things by heart in my environment, in my house. And so I was wondering, she wanted to exercise authority because I lived in her house. Honestly, I was very furious the way the woman spoke. When she left, I stood at the same place. I said, Lord, I don't want to live in anybody's house anymore. And I didn't have Kobo. It wasn't too long I heard that Home finance, HFC has come, there's a new bank, it gives loan, blah, 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 blah. We went in, we took a loan, and we moved from that house, and we went to our own house. Today, that money is already paid. This morning when I was preaching with my dear brother, Kusi, you know, this man, I've done too many things with him and the Lord is just, I was speaking on this and then, you know, apparently I've even forgotten that when I left, he was the next person to take the place. And when he took the place, the woman did the same thing. She too stood there, believed the Lord, and she too got into his own house. Hallelujah. This morning, we, we, when I, he was interpreting, he said, Pastor, and me too, you remember? And I said, you know, I've forgotten all of these miracles. So the two of us, we agreed and we prayed. Hallelujah. There are many, many things. You know, brethren, I can tell you so many things. Except for the fact that sometimes it's better to stay on the word of God that performs than any other things. But from time to time, it is important that we share some of these things so you know. I remember one day I was sharing my testimony in this church about how the Lord took me from the Malik clay and planted my feet in the airline and all of this. I remember I was saying it and there was a sister sitting in the congregation who was a cook and then she said ah, if pastor could be lifted up to do this, I can also be do. And then she started. Today she's a wonderful secretary. She lives in the States. It was herself who came and said one thirty-first night the same testimony I remember that I went to Takradi and they were sharing their testimony and somebody said that I heard pastor's testimony and I also said that if the Lord could do it for pastor, then the Lord could do it and the Lord did it. Praise the Lord. Listen, you must be somebody who believes Jesus. You must be. Otherwise, what is the excitement in the faith? 
And so this man inquired of the Lord and he knew that the same hour that Jesus said it, it is not a coincidence. It was the Lord, the word of the Lord that arrested that situation at that particular time and said once the master has spoken, this must happen the same hour. We have to believe God. Those of you that are believing God for the seat of the womb, I want to tell you something. I am standing there with you. So when you leave this place and your wife, if you two, you, are, you don't know much, you say, what is ovulating? Let your wife explain it. And then you say, if it is so, let's start. Because the baby is coming in that thing. And then when you are doing your job, you say, Lord, this is the missile that is going in Jesus' name. Ah, you won't say amen. You people, you are very European or diplomatic, but you see, that's, that's the truth. Hallelujah. Let me show you how we believe. Let me show you. Listen, brother, some of us, there be people who know me here. They have known me and they know I'm not lying. They have known me for, from the old side till now. And the things that God had done simply because I believed Him. When I said that, Lord, when I leave this place, I am not going to live in anybody's house. You know the scripture I stood on? I stood on Jeremiah 29 verse 11. It is the same scripture that helped me. You know, when I was growing up, I don't know how that thought came to me. I said, Lord, I never want to become very old before I see my grandchildren. So at the age of 25, me, I would like to marry. At the age of 23, I didn't have anything. But at the age of 25, I got married anyway. And today, I'm blessed with grandchildren. I didn't know that. No, honestly, brethren, I'm, you know that I'm, 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 I'm somebody who, by God's grace, my calling had to do with people getting saved and people being bound to heaven. You know, that's my calling. But even in the midst of all of this, God is proving to me that if you rely on me, you will not be disappointed. That's why today I'm just passing some of the things on to you to let you know that we have a living God. And he is able to do exceedingly, able to do abundantly, above your own imaginations, and it shall be done. Praise the Lord. Let's act on the word of God when we hear it. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet believe. You see, those people have a double portion of performance. So if you, if you haven't seen and you believe, you know, I'm very grateful to God. I am absolutely grateful to God that I cannot boast of anything natural. But I can boast on the grace of God through faith that has made me who I am. Praise the name of the Lord. Let me explain to you what faith is all about. Because the scripture, my boy put it there for us, that this year God has said, Blessed are those who hear the word of God and do it. And keep it. And obey it. That's what it means. 
Listen. When you are growing, sometimes you have all kinds of things in your body. It does not matter. You, it, does, it should not break your heart. It shouldn't make you become afraid. Today I will add 10 minutes to my preaching, okay? So instead of 11.30, we will do 11.40. You agree? God bless you for agreeing. Hallelujah. Sometimes we become, if we, we don't break that, we will become this thing and then we will do some things and waste the time. But too much the word of God. For faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing. So the more you hear, that's why I tell my beautiful conductors and tell them that please save the time for me to preach. Because I have too much here by the grace of God. Amen. Anyway, listen to this. If we cannot believe God, we will not be declared sons of God. After all, you're being declared a son of God is because you believed. For whosoever shall believe shall be saved. Praise the Lord. And see. So now we go to, let's go to Luke. Thank you. Listen to what God said when he was explaining himself how the word of God works. How faith in his word works. The Bible said, Jesus answered and said to them, have faith in God. For assuredly, or King James will say something like, Truly, truly, I say to you, whosoever says to this mountain, Be thou, be, be thou removed and cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things that he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. Amen. And then he says, therefore I say to you, whatever things you ask for, when you pray, when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. When you pray, first believe that you will have it and then you will have it as you pray, Lord, I thank you and it shall happen. You know, I'm not so many who see all kinds of things and all kinds of... I remember this has been my testimony. Those people in this house for a long time. I remember we got married. We, 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 Pastor Eddie was my best man. Bishop Eddie, Eddie, Eddie of Lighthouse was my best man. We, 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 we had gone to town. We bought our everything. I was taking trotro everything to just collect all the things I needed to, to make sure that I'll be married properly, you know, and then we went to, we went to town. The day before my wedding, and when we came back, we have we were so tired, so tired. And so Bishop Adi threw himself on that my little bed, and I was trying to gather a few things. And then after that, I think I just was like trying to do sort of in between and thinking, oh, tomorrow is going to be my D-Day and all of this. As I was there, all of a sudden, I want to show you something. All of a sudden, appeared this Indian big-looking Sakura man. Ah, so I saw this Indian big looking. I still have the image in my head. Saw this Indian big looking man and his message was not the gospel, but to put fear. He said, huh? You say you are going to marry and have a wedding in that your family who has had this before. 
And you know, in those days, by the grace of God and the word of the Lord, I was so radical. I said, get up here, free all in the name. I spoke to you. Free all in the name of Jesus. And when I said that, the thing left. You know what he added to it? You're going to marry like, you think you would have children. So he was trying to put some restrictions. I said, free her in the name of Jesus. And the thing vanished. And now, you see, God gave me three. And in fact, I myself stopped it. We would have had my desire of seven. See, because I listen to brothers, you know, you have to have a sizable family so you can take care of them at school. And now you see, what is school taking care of? God takes care of them. All this nonsense. A booboo Now I wish that if I take left, I see Kwesi. If I take right, I see Kwame. Nipayede. May you be blessed with a child. See now, now they are all growing. One is gone. He too, by God's grace, God has blessed him. He has two. Another one, maybe on his way. And then the girl. Now, why not? The old age that we need somebody to even keep us very active. You know, the little Phoebe that I have there, when she comes to my bedroom, my God, I can't doze. Grandpa, are you sleeping? At least she keeps me to pray. (laughs) Father, release your unction by this word of God in the name of Jesus unto the families that want seed, that they may conceive in Jesus' name. Amen. When you pray, believe that you receive and you shall have. When you pray, believe that you receive. It goes for everything. If you tell the Lord I need healing, believe that you have healing and you shall have it. Praise the Lord. And I, it's, it's very important that we look at this matter seriously. And so let me shortly explain why we doubt Matthew, Matthew, Matthew chapter 14. And I think verse number 25, is that correct? Okay, thank you very much. It's good to work with you. Now the Bible, I want to read something to you. Now in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went to them walking on the sea. Walking on the sea. Walking on the sea. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It is a ghost. They cried out for fear. <laughs> Can you imagine? You know, Peter was not a small boy. So, Andrew and the rest, they were not small boys. James, they were grown up. You see, I'm not the one saying that, but put it there for them to see. The Bible says they, they, they cried out for <laughs> it is a ghost, and they cried out for yeah, like infantis who say, Me They were so afraid. But immediately. Immediately, Jesus spoke to them saying, be of good cheer, it is I. Do not be afraid. You know, one of the things I have found in all of my study of Bible, listen, are you listening to me? 
never be someone who fears. No matter what, don't be afraid. The other day, I'm not a TV watcher, but before the elections, I saw a dear brother giving such a command that election was be cool. And I remember when I looked at the, the man and the way he spoke, I said, huh, be man, no, no. If you like misbehave, don't ever be afraid. Even when the circumstances are bad, do not be afraid. Because Jesus never wanted any man to be afraid. Why? Because fear destroys the word of God. Put it down and remember, fear destroys the word of God. And so the Bible says that. He said, don't be afraid. It is I. He had to quickly get it off and say, guys, don't be afraid. It's not so. It is me. Me, Jesus, walking on the sea. The Bible says, the next verse, the Bible says, and Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it is you. Oh, we didn't know it is you. We thought it was a good ghost. Lord, if it is you, command me to Come to you on the water. Let me say to you, you see what Peter said? Command me. In other words, at your word, I will come. Command me. Speak to me. And I will follow your instructions. And the Bible said, Jesus said, Come, Peter. Come, Peter. And so, and when Peter had come down of the boat, he walked on the water To go to Jesus. Ah, At the command of Jesus. I will come. And Peter got up. You know one of the things I was thinking about. I said why should it be Peter only. Honestly the way I am. I'm very sure. Mama the way I am. I'm very very sure that. If I was in the boat. And I saw Peter. Me too I would have jumped. Because I'm very curious. I love it. I would have said, ah, if Peter is going, me too. Peter was doing this, I will follow. And all of the twelve would have walked and then they would have celebrated with Jesus on the sea before they would get back to their boats. But I want to show you what destroys the word of God whenever it's coming to you. And when he saw that the wind was boisterous, he was afraid. And beginning to sink, he cried out, saying, Lord, save me. What is it that made Peter? Shifted his eyes and he saw. Listen, where he was walking... The Lord had commanded that things were very calm. And he was doing it as he was already looking unto Jesus. The author and finisher of his faith. As he was following, everything was just working nicely. And then all of a sudden, the sea will make bourgeois here. Bourgeois here. He said, hey, are here? Shifted his eyes and he fell into the water. But even with that, he said, Lord, help me. And Jesus was there to help. Praise the Lord. 
Let me tell you, we have to believe Jesus. We have to accept what he tells us. We, you know, I don't know how to, but let me tell you, when you are convicted by the word of the Lord, when you are studying, when you are convicted by the word of the Lord and, and the scripture has jumped out of the leafless to hit your heart, when you step out there and any contradictory statement is coming, you just say, I know this before. He already warned me that this will happen. And Therefore, I'm not going to all clear off my face. And I can tell you without a shadow of the doubt, it shall happen. See, he began to sing and said, Lord, help, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched out his hand and caught him and said to him, Oh, oh, oh. Of little faith. Why did you doubt? That statement is a matter. Why? Your downfall is due to the fact that you shifted off from my command. And now you focus on what you are seeing. I don't know what people are telling you. I don't know what, thank God for the good doctors and all of that. But may I tell you that if somebody's womb, two people in the scriptures I have studied critically about, Zechariah has passed his age of performance. Because there was, that's why when the angel came and started talking, and then he too, he started reacting, and the angel who is not like God, got angry and he said, plaster your mouth. Me, I stand in the presence of the Lord and I know how God performs. I'm coming to tell you, instead of accepting what God is saying, you are beginning to behave like this. You will not talk until. You see, even the angel had to exercise his authority because he's coming from God. God didn't send him and say that when you get there and the man is doubting, you have to. Because when you read scripture elsewhere, you will see that even words of angels... So God didn't tell him that when you go and the man doesn't believe you, plaster his mouth. It's the angel who just used his authority and said that, you know something, I am coming from God and I'm telling you this, you don't believe, you will become dumb. Your mouth will not speak until the baby is born. And then here we are, we see Mary. The word of the Lord comes to Mary. She only asks a few questions which were legitimate. Oh, how can I get pregnant without a man? And that one was nothing wrong. Because the natural, in the natural sense, it is only when a man and a woman meet that such a thing can happen. But now I don't have that. So how is it going to happen? And the Bible says that the angel said, Oh, now your answer is correct. Uh, the question you are asking is correct. This case has nothing to do with man. The Holy Spirit himself would overshadow you. And that which is in your womb shall be holy. Because the, the sperm of man is already tainted. And so if we have to let man do it, that man will sin by all means. So the Holy Ghost himself would overshadow you. And that which is done by men will not be done by men. It will be done by the Holy Ghost so that you will conceive. And I love this man, Joseph. When we go to heaven, I'll visit him. By the grace of God. Amen. 
I don't, I don't know how he was such a wonderful man who had seen, had been, who has said, oh, this girl that I'm going to marry, how could she get pregnant? And the Bible says that she was contemplating in the night he was spoken to by the angel that which is in the womb is holy. So take, you see, you see how obedience works. Take her as your wife. Take her. Do you know that even Joseph had to operate in faith? There's none of us who, 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 if you were going to marry a woman and two, three months to the time, you went and you started seeing that the woman's belly has become big. And then you are saying, ah, I know I haven't done anything. So how is it possible? Some of us can be very radical, you see. See, but you see, when the Lord spoke and said, take her as your wife, the man did everything. Listen, faith is when you get instructions from the word of God, just obey it. Praise the Lord. Almost everybody in the word of the Lord kept at it like that. And thank you. Then Joseph being arose from his sleep. And did as the angel commanded him. And did as the angel commanded him. And did as the angel commanded him. Took to him his wife. Praise the Lord. Do you know that when we come to church like this, God can speak a word and it is only you who can understand what God is saying. That is a revelation to your heart. Keep to it in Jesus' name. And so... Now here we are, we have another Mary who, has been, who was told. And she comfortably said, hey, let it be. When he asked the first question and just said, Oh, the Holy Ghost will overshadow me. Then it's no problem. Let it be according to your word. Quickly, she, the woman just surrendered. Let it so be. And I pray that even here, as somebody is hearing the word of God, you can speak to your heart and simply say, let it be according to what I'm hearing from the sermon. Because you see, otherwise we are becoming religious. You didn't hear me. Otherwise we are becoming religious. We are attending churches, giving offerings and tithes, but we don't believe anything that the Lord says. But may I say this to you? I have walked with God in my little time. And I've seen the hand of the Lord, and the Lord will do whatever He says He will do. And so, those of you, you brethren, I did not disclose much to you as to what happened, but if you notice right from 31st night, I came and I said, I'm agreeing with people who need the seed of the womb. For you people, it's your year of miracles. Hallelujah. I was about to say something, but I'm forbidding. Let me tell you something. The word of God is so true. Please don't just make notes when the word has not sunk into your heart. What you are writing down must hit your heart. Because God is looking for people who will just believe him. And actually, it covers everywhere. And so I want to say to you, please... Let's be faith people. 
Let's be faith, people. It's good to see you. Hallelujah. Oh. Brother Kwesi, you are here for the second service. Would you please come? Let's stand here and pray together. Because we all agree. The Bible says, if two shall agree as touching anything on the earth, as they ask for, it shall be done. And this morning I was here with him and he was interpreting for me and for us. And so we stood and we just did that. And the reason why we did it was because when I was, pre- pre- when I was praying, when I was speaking, just as a point in time, the scripture dropped in my heart, if two shall agree. And then I felt, uh, he's the one I'm preaching with. So I said, let's stretch our hands. And so we're stretching our hands now as touching anything, especially for those brethren who need the seed of the womb. Brother, let's pray for them right now. We thank you that your word has caused us to agree. We bless you that your word has caused us as commanding and binding. We thank you that your word has released the force. And so, Lord, we agree together and stretch our hand, O God, over the congregation for all those who desire to have the fruit of the womb, we ask that in the name of Jesus Christ, the word of God that is coming forth will perform the duty of the word of God in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Lord, cause it to be so according to your word in Jesus' name. And everyone said, one more time, everyone said, For the last time, everyone said, God bless you. So shall it be. Amen. Thank you very much.